Welcome to Wisconsin DNR's Wild Wisconsin Off the Record Podcast. Information straight from the source. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Wisconsin Off the Record, where we bring you inside voices on Wisconsin's outdoors. I'm your host, DNR's Digital Media Coordinator, Katie Grant. When you think of summer in Wisconsin, what comes to mind? Maybe it's a lazy Saturday, relaxing by a lake, without a care in the world. Or perhaps you can't wait to be out on the water, reeling in a giant fish. For many, the first thing they think of is actually a trip to Wisconsin State Fair. These 11 days in August provide an opportunity to explore the variety of things that Wisconsin has to offer. From being in the show ring, to seeing a wide variety of livestock, to music, to the absolute craziest fried foods that you could possibly think of. As a kid, my family and I only visited State Fair a couple of times, but I still have really vivid memories of flying down the giant slide, eating a a fried pickle, which you guys, back in the late 90s, it was a really big deal, (laughs) and seeing all of the animals. But in and amongst all of this, did you know that you can actually visit Wisconsin DNR at State Fair? Not only can you come by and say hi and see what it is that we're up to, but it's also the perfect place to relax a bit in the hustle and bustle of the fairgrounds. Today's episode is a bit different than normal. I sat down with three different people who have helped make this year's fair and DNR's presence at it a great one. So sit back and listen in. First up, we have DNR's secretary-designee, Preston Cole. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So let's just get straight into it. Why do you feel that it's important that the DNR be at State Fair? Well, quite frankly, if you're not a consumptive user of our resources, if you don't hunt and fish, it's rare that the Department of Natural Resources, outside of our regulated community, would be engaged with, you know, uh, the public. Mm-hmm. And what it does for non-consumptive users We're able then to touch them in a lot of different ways relative to state parks, the opportunities in state parks, share our mission for a clean environment and clean water. So that said, this provides us, the Department of Natural Resources, an opportunity to talk to millions of excited Wisconsinites as well as those who visit this state and love this state for its outdoor recreation activities and our approach to Uh, management, natural resource management, and it doesn't cost a whole lot. And, 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 you know, these types of, um, you know, interactions, whether TV and radio or billboards, you know, all of that costs money. But these face-to-face interactions pay big dividends for us so the citizens, at least of the state of Wisconsin, know that they're in good hands. Right. One of the big things we're talking about at State Fair this year is it's the year of clean drinking water. Um, it's, it's a great way for us to really spread that message. Can you talk a little bit more about the year of clean drinking water? Well, uh, as you know, the governor deemed it so. He is our heavyweight champion for water. <laughs> and 
As simple and elegant as that message is, there are still a lot of communities in the state of Wisconsin that are in a bad place when it comes to clean drinking water. Mm -hmm. So that said, when we're able to engage the public and continue that message and ask them, do you have surety that when you turn that tap on, or do you have family members who are in harm's way related to lead laterals, nitrates in water, arsenic in water, leaky septic systems from the same grounds that they're pulling uh, their drinking water from in these private wells that about 800,000 of them across the state. Mm -hmm. And so, again, water is life-giving. It is essential for human life. Uh, it's upsetting that, um, you know, it got to be this way in certain communities. There's, there should never be an occasion that these types of circumstances happen ever again. We know too much about the causation of these chemicals in this water. We know too much about what they do to human health. And we have to protect the public's interest on the simple fact of clean drinking water is life-giving. So this is important, uh, aside from, you know, all of the hype and circumstance you hear on these news cycles. We've been focused like a laser beam and uh, following the will of the governor and now the will of the legislature, as you well know, they started their own committee on clean drinking water, and God bless them. We need every voice singling the same message. This is an opportunity for the citizens of Wisconsin to see the legislature and the governor in lockstep when it comes to clean drinking water. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I think it's really cool what we're doing. You know, Exploratory Park is a, a neat place to be able to go and just kind of relax in the hustle and bustle um but then come through visit us you know we have the fish we have wildlife you know we have things other than clean drinking water but we're going to have a lot of really cool information around that um to really help visitors to to state fair learn about what it is that we're trying to do it's your tax dollar at work if for no other reason come see how we spend your money and i think you'll be pleasantly surprised that one we're stewards not only of the environment but we're stewards of our resource mm -hmm. uh, our financial resources and so if on a very hot day at the state fair you're looking for that shady respite we have the only trees <laughs> on 20 acres of that place and so we offer you to come and sit in the shade and listen to our story about Smokey, engage us with clean water, see what our research scientists are talking about, learn more about uh, clean drinking water and how we get to clean drinking water, and take a load off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's change gears a little bit. Get to know you. So our listeners might not know that uh, you're a bit of a foodie. So as a fellow foodie myself... You know, I'm, I'm looking at the website. I'm planning my plan of attack. Plan of attack. How, how are you going to eat your way through State Fair this year? Well, it first all begins with a week-long fasting of <laughs> getting my body into shape to take on State Fair. Necessary, for sure. Of course. And having uh, done State Fair for the last 25 years... Uh, I have protocols that I follow. I spend most of my time in the Wisconsin Pavilion. And there I get to look at, you know, a lot of horticulture. There's prizes that are being won, uh, simple facts of floral arrangements. Of course, I love flowers. I have them all over my backyard. But for me, the meaningful this is 
you know, having an omelet from uh, the Poultry Association from the state of Wisconsin. You know, these three egg omelets with cheese and green pepper with a little bit of uh, love on it always goes a long way to start my day there. And then around 11 o'clock, then I make my way over to, you know, the folks who provide bratwurst and bison, and I get my protein around lunchtime just to carry me through the heavy lift of the day of eating my way through that pavilion. Got to keep you going, yep. Got to keep me going. And I always finish with chocolate milk from the Dairysmen Association and um, ice cream. And uh, not only ice cream, but it's custard. And so if you see a sticky-fingered, bald head black man in the pavilion, please come up and say hi to the Secretary of the Department of Natural Resources. (laughs) And uh, I think people should all be required to start at the Wisconsin Pavilion and see what we have to offer from many different associations and many different vendors, and it's just a joy, quite frankly. What, uh, What flavor of custard are you going with? I don't, I do not dislike any flavor of custard. (laughs) All right. Fair answer. Fair answer. So have you ever heard of the Sporkies? I have. And it's an award, if I understand. Yes. And tell me more about that award. So this is its seventh year. And uh, let's see here. It's the fair's annual food competition. And they basically encourage their food vendors to kind of think out of the box. So, I have a list of the finalists here for you. I'm curious. Take a look. You can have a second to read through the list. What is the first one you'll be trying this year? Well, this deep-fried milk with a cookie dip is jumping off the page (laughs) for me. Hallelujah. Buffalo cheese curds and a chicken taco is going to be next. And I think... I think, hmm, and a deep-fried Italian stallion. You know, I love the creativity from, you know, what I call these food vendors, these folks who think outside the box, because many of them are very successful. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when uh, Krispy Kremes did the cheeseburger with a bun of Krispy Kremes, and I'm here to tell you I will be back in line <laughs> getting my cheeseburger you know, sandwiched between two glazed donuts. Who knew that was a thing? No, these are exciting. These are just, this is just another way that Wisconsin State Fair caters to those who are hungry, caters to those who are um, foodies, and, and caters to those who love the humor around providing these types of food options. Absolutely. So it's not on the list, but one of the new things this year there is a bug taco. Can we get, get you to try one? You know, I'll, I'll try anything once. It's you are, protein. You are braver than I am. It's protein. Come you are on. brave. Having been to China and Laos and Vietnam, I think that those are delectables. Yeah, it, it was a thing in Mexico when I studied there, and I just I could never convince myself to try them. Don't knock it till you try it. I know. I know. So for, for listeners, um, if you come visit us at the State Fair... Make it around to the Sporkies. You'll find them. They Every Sporky finalist has a 13-foot trophy outside of their stand. So super easy to find. And fun fact, you can also vote for your favorite. Um, so use hashtag fairgoersfave on social media, and you can vote and influence who wins 
best sporky? That means that we're going to have to try them all. Yes. Someone's going to do that. Someone should join me in working our way around the fair. Maybe we get Sarah Hoy from the Department of Natural Resources to join you know, me in that challenge. We, we've been plotting how we can make something happen with you and some food and some social media. I so. am certainly all in. We should invite the secretary of DATCAP, and we should ask uh, Secretary Meany from Tourism if they want to take that trek with me and eat our way through um, State Fair. I'm all. I'm down. Well, put the put the call out. You heard it here first. Stay tuned on social media to see if we can pull this off. What are you most excited about for State Fair this year? That the Department of Natural Resources is reengaging the public in a very unique way. We are bringing back the Shazam, the jazz to the DNR uh, Pavilion. So for those who have seen it go through its ups and downs and curves, we're here to tell you that you have to stop. You have to come by and see the improvements that we've made, engage with our fisheries biologists and, of course, Smokey and all that we have to offer about clean drinking water and what we're doing to take that challenge on. But again, it is a wonderful respite from the heat. Uh, children love it. So we think that we own and provide the best engagement opportunity at the fair. Now, the folks who do the um, Ferris wheels may differ with us, <laughs> but I will tell you, we offer a lot. Come by, see how your tax dollars are being spent with some of the best scientists in the organizations. Bend their ear, talk to them about your experience in our state parks, talk to them about your hunting and fishing opportunities, and you may just find a new fishing hole that you have yet to go to because our fisheries biologists and our game wardens will be there and merely have to ask them where is the best place to catch panfish or walleye. Well, on that note, thank you so much for uh, sitting down and chatting with us today. Can't wait to lead you around State Fair Park and see how many things we can convince you to eat. You merely have to find the dripping ice cream <laughs> all along the trail that I'll be <laughs> leaving because I'll probably have to have at least two or three just to get it right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. This is this is this is going to be a stellar year, stellar year for the department and again reengaging the public uh, all that we have to offer. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, if that interview with Secretary Cole doesn't make you excited to come visit us at State Fair, I'm not really sure that we can help you, but we're going to keep trying. Next up, we sat down with the CEO of Wisconsin State Fair, Kathleen O'Leary. We are here today with Kathleen O'Leary, CEO of uh, Wisconsin State Fair. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do here and what State Fair is all about? Oh, absolutely. I could talk about the fair all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am the CEO. This will be my fourth year as CEO of the Wisconsin State Fair Park. My 22nd fair, though, in its entirety, which I'm really, you know, proud of. It's, um, you know, to have any career for 22 years, but it's because I love the industry. I love the yeah. fair industry, and I'm certainly very passionate about the Wisconsin State Fair. It's such a cool thing to be a part of, I feel like. Obviously, I'm not a part of it, but um, just watching from afar, it seems like such a fun and cool place to work. 
You know what, I, I really try and create a culture because we are in the entertainment business. We work really super hard. To put on a million person event for 11 days is no easy task. Right. And we have 47 full-time employees and that is very low for a fair of our size. So most large state fairs have either twice the, twice the amount of employees, but a very dedicated staff. And the beauty of the fair industry, number one, certainly what sets it apart is agriculture, right? Agriculture, we're the showcase um, in the state of Wisconsin for those 11 days, and we're very proud of it. Um, our carnival also is something, our Midway, our Spin City amusement ride and game area, is something that we're also very proud of. And in the, in the fair industry, those are the two you know, icons of, of what you would think that separates festivals from fairs. Right. And I guess before we get ahead of ourselves, when is State Fair this year? The Wisconsin State Fair, the 2019 Wisconsin State Fair opens August 1st and runs for the greatest 11 days of summer through August 11th. Right. Absolutely. So how long has Wisconsin State Fair been going on? We will be celebrating 168 years of wow. tradition. And, and again, steeped deeply in tradition. Uh, 127 years here at Wisconsin State Fair Park. Okay. And because before that, in 1851 is when it started, and, and that is when it was transient. So it actually started in Janesville. Oh. And then moved around to a number of different cities and landed in Madison. And then ultimately, when it came here, this was its. This was the last place that that it left, and has been here for for the remaining years. So yes, it's 168 years old, and you know we we think of ourselves certainly as as new and exciting, but also as traditional as one can ever imagine. Right. Yeah. I had no idea that it hadn't always been right here where we're sitting, and had moved around the state. That's pretty cool. So I hear that there is a pretty big anniversary happening at State Fair this year. Could you be talking about Smokey the Bear's 75th well, birthday? I was talking about that one, but I was also thinking about one that is maybe a baked good that you guys sell a lot of. Otherwise known as the 95th anniversary of the signature food item of the Wisconsin State yeah. Fair, that being the dairy delicacy of the cream puff? Yes. Yes. yes couple of good anniversaries happening this year. That came to be 95 years ago because we wanted to showcase agriculture. Mm -hmm. And how better to showcase dairy than to create a dairy delicacy. Mm -hmm. And that is truly because of the cream and the eggs and all of the ingredients that are all very much dairy based. That is how the cream puff came to be. And I, I applaud the vision of many, many years ago. It isn't necessarily 95, it's, but it's it's a long time. It's, it's upwards of 60, the dairy bakery. It's it's an old building. It's one of our oldest buildings on the fairgrounds, but it has the windows. Mm -hmm. So for the for the listeners that, that have been here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. For those that they haven't, it's a theater of the mind. But while you're waiting in the queue lines for this incredible dairy delicacy, not only the aromas can you smell, but you can watch. Mm -hmm. You can watch through the windows of them coming out of the ovens and those great pastry puffs. And then you can watch how you, you know, how it comes in and then you put the cream in the filling and then you move it down and you shake on that great sugar you know, the powdered sugar, and then all of a sudden it's there and it's yours and you're going to enjoy it. So there's that, everything is experiential these days, mm -hmm. but this is, this is decades and decades ago that that was a vision to be able to show how this all whole process worked. Yeah, my mouth is watering thinking about <laughs> it. How many cream puffs are sold here a year? Upwards of 400,000. And how many of those do you eat? <laughs> 
My fair share, no pun intended. <laughs> um, I actually, I, I enjoy the cream puffs, don't get me wrong. Um, like anything else, it's the pizza person that doesn't probably eat the pizza a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, I love what comes out of that same bakery is the blue ribbon brownie. Oh, okay. It is a quarter pound of chocolate. It's chocolate nirvana if you are a chocolate lover. I've had so them. I, I can attest to this. It's true. It's so good. And then if you take off a little corner and then you dip it in the cream of the cream puff, Ooh. that's also pretty good too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. We at the DNR are very excited to be back this year. Um, and, you know, we're, we're in Exploratory Park. We're going to have some really cool stuff. Uh, we'll have a, a birthday party for Smokey Bear. It's his 75th, like you had mentioned. Um, lots of year of clean drinking water stuff to look at. Other than coming to visit us, what, what are some of the big must-sees while people are here? In the, in the exploratory park? Just at fair in general this year. You know what? Um, I certainly would love everyone to go down and again because of the agricultural component and perhaps if you are more on an urban side that you can really get up close and personal and, and to understand where our food comes to when it mm-hmm. actually gets onto our plate. Dairy Lane, which is going to be located in the Dairy Cattle Barn, is going to be our brand new exhibit. For those that have been with us before, it is... Um, which used to be called the House of Moo. Okay. And the House of Moo was just more of a hands-on experience, but it was tired. It was it was an exhibit that had been around for a long time, so we've not dusted it off. We haven't taken it off the shelf. We've actually done an entirely new exhibit, and this is with our friends from the Wisconsin State Fair Park Dairy Promotions Board. It's okay. really working on this exhibit, but there's multiple exhibits that are hands-on that are they're fun. They're, there's some different things that show cheese making. There's an exhibit that shows about the actual dairy and the milking process. So for young and old, this is a, definitely an area that everyone will walk away with something that's mm-hmm. exciting. Certainly from an, an idea of what you shouldn't miss when we have the hitch shows, and all of our information is on our website, but those hitch shows are the most incredible whether it's a four-horse hitch or a six-horse hitch. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll have very young kids actually you know, steering these hitches that these are gentle giants. These are gigantic, enormous horses. And the, the steering and the navigation of, of these is pretty amazing. And then they have to do the agility. It's just crazy. So by all means, I suggest that you do that. Um, the sky glider is always something that I would say because it really gives you a bird's eye view. We yeah. have 200 acres. It's a very large footprint. It gets to be a large footprint when you're walking it by all means. So this is one way where you can start at the exposition center, perhaps after you've shopped in the 750 different vendors <laughs> that have things that you didn't know existed, but you'll probably have them in you your arms. You need them all, yes. Exactly. Get on the sky glider and take it right over, and then you can just take a look at everything and the, just the, get a good you know view of the landscape of, of the fair park yeah yeah you guys have a beautiful picture of the park on the wall here and as I was sitting in here I was like it looks so small on this size but at the same time I've walked it I I know that it is much larger than it looks 200 acres (laughs) 200 acres and of course if you're a thrill seeker our spin city ride in a game area is something that I'm very proud of we have an area that's, these rides are cherry-picked rides. They are the best rides in the country. They're the best game operators in the country. Uh, staff works very hard to make sure that this is a wonderful place for families, again, people of all ages. So you mm-hmm. can be assured that uh, if you are a thrill seeker, there's going to be 54 rides out there, and a number of them are spectacular. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, no matter what age you are, there is something for you here. Anything else that we need to know about Wisconsin State Fair? 
Well, I would love to make sure that everyone does go through the exploratory park and, and see everything that DNR is, is working on in the front area. So when you enter into it from the, from the north side, um, that's certainly where DNR will have all of their exhibits. And again, this is where we're showcasing. In the Wisconsin Products Pavilion, that's our commodity groups. That's where we showcase the cherries and the potatoes and the poultry mm -hmm. and the bison and all of that. In the exploratory park, that's where DNR will showcase. But if you take a, a, a nice stroll back, and, and the fair is, is, is you know, it's loud and it's wonderful and there's 30 free stages of entertainment. And then you enter into this absolute oasis mm -hmm. of, of just solace and, and beauty. Any words of advice for people coming out to fair? You know what? My words of advice is to come often, <laughs> but to come early. So we are at 8 o'clock 8. Every day of the Wisconsin State Fair, all 11 days, we open at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's not usual when you think of a, of a fair, a festival, an event. So I highly suggest get everybody ready, get here, get parked, come in. We have a number of areas that are have wonderful breakfasts. You can see the agricultural part, then you can go down to Spin Cities. I could have sat and talked with Kathleen O'Leary about State Fair all day. It is so clear that she is passionate about this event that they put together and the partnerships that it is able to create throughout the state. Last up is Joe Liebau. Joe is the Secretary's Director for the Southeast Region of the DNR, and he and his team are really the people responsible for helping pull everything the DNR does together into one building in this massive state fair park. So here's Joe. Tell us a little bit about what you do here for the DNR. Sure. I'm the Secretary's Director for the Southeast Region of the DNR. Uh, in that position, uh, kind of the tagline that we normally use is we're the eyes, ears, and voice of the Secretary for our region. Uh, the Secretary's Directors each have a kind of a physical location. Uh, the Southeast Region is the smallest one, but it has the largest population. Uh, we run from Sheboygan County down to Kenosha, so I oversee uh, any number of things in this region doing that work, and one of the great ones is State Fair. Yeah. I'm excited that we're back. Yes, me as well. We never left, but uh, I'm excited that we're able to have a larger presence and we're able to uh, help convey uh, an important message, which is the year of clean drinking water. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, one of the things that has uh, been a focus this year and the governor has spoken about and uh, put out the, the call on is that this is the year of clean drinking water. Um, the DNR has always, in my opinion, had uh, difficulty in showing all the different things that we do as an agency. Mm -hmm. Many people think about us just as an agency that might do with hunting or might just have to do with fishing, right? Um, and how does that interact with many people here in the Southeast region? Well, we as an agency touch uh, so many people's lives in so many different ways. And one of those ways is helping to ensure clean drinking water here in the state and here in the region. Mm -hmm. And uh, our opportunity to be at State Fair and really display all of the great things we do around clean drinking water is something that I'm excited and I think our entire agency is excited to be able to talk about. Yeah. When did our partnership with State Fair begin? How long have we been doing this? Oh, you know, I've only been with the agency for a few years, but um, my knowledge base on this goes back um, decades. We've always had a fantastic opportunity to be part of the State Fair in one form or another. Um, and even more so is that we've had our own location. Mm -hmm. um, we've been in one area. It's had some different names over the years, um, but the DNR area has always been a bastion of um, 
solace for many people, but an opportunity for folks to kind of get away from the, the hustle and bustle of the fair sometimes, relax, get to a, an area with trees, get to an area with some water, get to an area that uh, offers kind of a different look and a different feel. And we are excited to be able to um, offer that in conjunction with State Fair, who's been great partners. I think the importance of State Fair is really delivered in kind of a couple of points. Um, it's a great opportunity to connect to a lot of people in a very quick amount of time. Um, we as an agency, as I've said, have uh, inter interactions with so many different people on so many different things. And we might touch their lives one single day on one single item, and they might never know all the other things that we do. Um, at State Fair, we're able to hit, you know, from what I hear, almost a million people um, in our period of time and tell them a multitude of stories about who we are and what we do. I think it also brings us into Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a huge advocate for the city of Milwaukee <laughs> and for the region. Obviously, that's why I work here, right. live here, um, and do those sort of things. So I think that many people who might not have the opportunity to interact with the DNR in their normal um, lives will have an opportunity to come in and interact with us. I think that we as an organization need to do uh, uh, everything we can to interact with folks from uh, the city of Milwaukee, the inner city, and those who might not have the natural inclination or natural ability to get out and about into our parks and our other areas to try to inform them, give them opportunities to interact with us and really be a part of us. And I think State Fair does that. Mm -hmm. Brings a lot of people um, to the fairgrounds that can learn and do those sort of things. Right. And I think it gives us an opportunity to show off. I mean, there's so much cool stuff, amazing things that we have in Wisconsin that make our state so unique. And it gives us a really unique opportunity to share that. Absolutely. You know, our state has, if you travel around it like I do, so many different opportunities and so many different things going on. You know, one day you could be in the city of Milwaukee, uh, to the next day you could be in the woods in an area that's just as big as the city of Milwaukee with no one around you. Right. You know, and then the city of Milwaukee holds a fantastic opportunity in itself being kind of a hub of clean water, being mm -hmm. a hub of water and a hub of water technology. Yeah, I hear you guys have like a really big lake nearby or something. Yes, uh, a pretty big one. Not <laughs> as big as the one that borders us to the north, but still pretty big and pretty yeah. important. And I think those uh, opportunities in themselves are, are important enough that we as an agency, while we're only part of the story, need to help bring that story forward mm -hmm. and help bring forward the fact that Wisconsin is a leader in clean water, is a leader in water in itself, and likely uh, positions itself looking forward to be kind of the, the leaders in innovation around water as well. Okay. Going to get personal here for a second. Uh -oh. Favorite state fair memory? Or like... Favorite thing you associate with State Fair? Well, um, I grew up on a small farm in uh, Chilton, Wisconsin. So uh, any fair, not just State Fair, but State Fair included, my favorite thing to do is to go see the animals. Anything else that listeners need to know about DNR at State Fair? I don't think there's anything that we haven't covered. I think what I would add back again is come see us. We're excited to be there. Um, our folks are excited to work with you. We put a lot of time and effort into making sure that we have uh, interactive, interesting, informative, science-based uh, information and displays. And we have a lot of excited staff that have really geared up in order to be part of this. So uh, 
make sure that uh, you come out, you see us, you interact with us, you have questions, bring those. We'd love to see you, and we're uh, excited to be part of it. Well, that's a wrap from us on this podcast. We will see you at the Wisconsin State Fair. We hope that you are as excited as we are to come say hello and learn about everything that we are doing for this fantastic state. You know, Wisconsin really is a gem. We have so many unique opportunities, and we are so excited to share those with you. When you visit, be sure to tag us on social media. We would love to follow along with your State for Adventures. And also be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. That way you can stay up to date with the newest episodes coming out every other Wednesday. Thanks for listening.